and everybody at this point starts getting relieved and also very curious at the time. Even myself, I was very curious to see the size of the moth that was in my ear. And it was actually fairly small and it makes sense on why it was, you know, why this moth was able to fit inside of my ear canal. But that's not the end of the story. Poor D, on his last day of camp, jumped into a freezing cold pond and accidentally swallowed a mouthful of water. Several hours later, on the van ride home, he started to feel not so good. So I tell the driver that I'm starting to feel really nauseous and I'm getting a headache. So what he does, he says, oh, you're fine. I'll just turn up the air conditioning. And I was sitting towards the back of the van. The air conditioning did not work at all. We won't describe what happened next, because I said earlier that we wouldn't talk about that. Let's just say it was a very long, very messy ride. But that's still not the end of the story. It was about a year later. I was just, you know, taking a normal shower, you know, get out of the shower, pull out Q-tips. I start cleaning my ear. And I felt something not like normal earwax inside of my ear. So I pulled it out and stuck to the Q-tip was the wing of the moth that had that didn't come out with the ear candle and had been stuck in my ear for essentially the last year. Dee says he never told anybody about finding the wing until now. A number of other listeners wrote in with stories about accidents and injuries, but the most shocking tale came from a first-time camp nurse who had an experience at an idyllic YMCA camp in the Midwest that feels right out of an awesomely stupid summer movie. Or maybe South Park. When I showed up, I had no sort of orientation. I mean, I agreed to be the camp nurse because I just thought, you know, why not mix things up, you know, in my middle-aged routine life with two kids. Meet Emily a professional nurse practitioner who not too long ago accepted an invitation to be a camp nurse for a week because it was a chance to do something different. Plus, her kids would get to go for free. You know, like right before going, I sort of had regret. Like all my friends, they're sending their kids to summer camp and they get a week alone, but I was packing my my stuff and going to camp too. As a veteran nurse who'd worked in a range of communities, Emily had encountered all kinds of medical situations though none of them prepared her for a most unexpected camp emergency. It happened several days into her week-long session, which had already been much more chaotic and exhausting than she expected. You know, I'm used to working in a very regimented, you know, I have patients with appointments. There's none of this sort of, you know, bombarding. And the camp day, it's structured where they have these different activities. And so when, you know, the hour and a half activity, if they were doing archery or had the high ropes course, you know, when that was over, they would come with their counselor or whoever. And so there would just be these waves of eight kids standing in the doorway waiting. And it was sort of difficult to figure out, is this a legitimate thing? Are they just, you know, trying to go with their friend to have a break? It got to a point that I just stopped asking what happened, what 